good. How are you? I'm okay. You Life know. Life is okay. <laughs> you know. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I you know. know. I sense. I feel. Just the slings and arrows of the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's better to just just take them or to just pack it up and say, no, no, thank you. I'm going to go get into bed. Um, as they, as they say. The question. That is mm. the question. I love Shakespeare. I I love to Shakespeare personally. <laughs> I love, I just love when he shakes that spear. Yeah. Yeah. Just like Hamlet, stop it. Hamlet, just cut it out. Just Leave cut it out. Alone. Leave your sister alone. Don't yeah. stab that poor man. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, deal with it. Just get her done. As Larry the Cable Guy would say. You yeah. know, I think that would really improve him a little lot if he were in that. Yeah. yeah. As Ophelia. Exactly. Exactly. What are you up to? I started this on a weird note. <laughs> um, I am about... Uh, I had a really, like, non-eventful day in terms of real-world stuff. Um, I just finished doing a, a blogging shift, which would not be interesting to talk about um, a shift in the old blog minds yeah um pulling down a shift there leaving the house once to grab food and coffee and then coming on back yes. um and mostly just like being on twitter more than i wanted to be um i don't were you on twitter at all today unfortunately yes I have been trying to avoid it because it just makes me miserable. I know. It's really bad. For a variety of reasons. The world is... Either it's because everything is bad or because everyone is more successful than me. And either way, Mm -hmm. regardless of whether things are good or bad, I find a way to be upset about it. So, So my thing lately is I'll just block twitter for like eight hours and then try and get back on it and my computer is like no and i'm like no really though i want to check twitter and it's like you promise not to and it's like in a sitcom when Mm -hmm. uh you know like when someone is like no matter what i say yeah don't give me that chocolate bar Mm -hmm. and i'm like I, i want it though wait how do you block it though I use an app called Cold Turkey, which I'm a big fan of. It basically, you can set a predetermined block or you can set a schedule. And so I already have a schedule where like from a certain time at night to a certain time in morning, I can't get on Twitter, which is really great. And then sometimes I'll just set up manual blocks too. And I'm like, nope, I don't want to be on right now. I'll just be like, for the next three hours, I can't be on Twitter. Yeah, um, the best like diversion i've had um from twitter is just having like something i'm working on that i'm actually into and passionate about um so that's not most of the time um so that's usually like i I feel like there's a correlation between like being active on twitter slash being like kind of just like mad online at least in my life i don't know if anyone else is is a monster like me but like by literally having Thing, like fewer things to do in my daily life or things that I'm just not that into. And I'm find, trying to find like, I don't know, something to like focus all my energy on. So I can't even like, I'm too distracted to even like complete the task. I'm like not that into. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, you know, like animals 
will self-harm when they're bored or <laughs> or in captivity. And I think that's the mm-hmm. same thing with people is that when you don't have anything to do or it, something else is going on, it's very easy to be like, I'm just going to click click notifications again and again until something happens. Yeah, I'm I'm like the dog who was left a home, a, like home alone for 20 minutes and just started eating all the chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Oh, God. I walked past a storefront today that mm-hmm. was full of dogs. And I don't mean... What kind of store was it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't mean that it was, I was... I hope it was a dog store. I don't know if it was a dog store because they weren't in crates. They were just sort of... Mm. Well, hang, it wasn't a crate store. Hanging out. They were just like, some of them were like sitting by the windowsill, just like kind of like napping. A bunch of them were Uh just running around playing. And it was like, what is this? And I was in a hurry, so I couldn't go in. But it was up on the Upper East Side, which is like a very strange place to me. I very rarely go up there. Mm -hmm. The streets are like, it's it's like, I feel like I'm, it's so unusual walking through there. Everything like the sidewalks. I didn't realize how like white pavement actually is or like concrete used for cement. For, it's for, not for the only thing. Am I right? That's mm-hmm. the joke about the Upper East Side being, is that even true? Who knows? But it did seem mm. very wealthy. I saw some sort of um, mm. dapper looking children wearing like school uniforms uh, and they looked very sophisticated. Yeah. Just want to ask them what the gossip is. What's the gossip? Like, and do you have hey, any hey weed? Can you sell me yeah. some weed? Hey teens. I don't know where to I was wondering. Get. You guys still like silly bands? What's the what's the gossip? What's up? You like silly bands? You like um uh are silly bands the one that parents were really upset about? Oh that was there I mean <laughs> I think they were all the one that parents were really upset about, but um that was Rainbow Parties. That but, was um, Rainbow so, Parties, yes. Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah, no, no, sex no. bracelets. Yeah, no, rainbow parties are different from sex bracelets. Yeah. Because... Uh, yeah, I feel like there could have been some crossover. There but might I have been crossover in, in the moral panics be, with, around things <laughs> which literally never happened because I'm yeah. not, I don't believe that anyone has ever... I mean, just the kind of idea of the rainbow party... Um, presupposes i'm not sure anyone who who worried about a rainbow party has ever even given or received a, a blowjob because yeah, which is also why i think a lot of teens that could be an argument in favor of teens actually trying to have rainbow parties mm. like 13 mm. year olds being like yeah i heard they had a rainbow party oh, they all spent 45 minutes putting on lipstick and then carefully measuring by the inch to make sure they didn't go below the orange meniscus with their red lips. Like, yeah, it's not so much a blowjob to completion or even at all, but more just like a little, like a little, um, a little little peck, um, with the lips and then next, and then you end up with like kind of a festive phallus. Mm hmm. That was, that was the idea. If, if anyone, <laughs> TM, TM. Um, <laughs> if anyone didn't actually was is too young to know about the Rainbow Party panic, I don't know. These things go in in cycles. I feel like there's something similar yeah. now. There must be. Yeah, I was googling something about it, and it was. I ended up on this like recap of like moral sex panics from the last ten years. <gasps> I think there were like a bunch when um, 
I mean, like, I'm 16, but I've, like, talked to 30-year-olds about, like, what people were freaking out about back then. And um, there was, like, uh, like farm parties, P-H-A-R-M. What is that? Where it's, like, you teens will all just go to, like, someone's house, put all your Adderalls and your Xanaxes in a bowl and just, like, (gasps) let her rip. Oh take my a, take god. A bite, take that a bite sounds out of crime. Inc- just make a drug pie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's oh just like the little red Just cut me off a piece break me off a piece of that drug pie. <laughs> just like open wide. Um there was oh uh, also Jankum, which also <laughs> was that one? <laughs> like you shit in a bottle and then you just like are like mm. You sure do. You sure do. If you're a teen, that's what teens love to do. Not on Sundays, though. No. Let me look up urban legends about drugs. <laughs> I love this. The gnome legend. This is upsetting. The gnome legend? What's that? It involves a group of teenagers who, while drunk and or tripping, find what they perceive to be a gnome, capture it, and bring it home. They sleep off the drug's effects, and the next morning they find out that the gnome was really a lost and very frightened child. Oh, the gnome died on the way to prom night 50 years ago. The gnome died. There hasn't been a gnome here in 50 (laughs) years. (laughs) I'm on um, Gnome Facts. Gnome facts. Ten things you need to know about. Oh, garden okay. gnomes. Never mind. I know about those. What are a gnome? What's a gnome? Um, We've done it this. Is an, a cur- it's an anagram or for gnome. It's an acrostic. Okay. That could be great. Never on my enervated nerves. <laughs> You really stuck the landing there. Thanks. I'm thanks. impressed. Thanks. I, I, no one really knows the difference between a gnome and a dwarf and a halfling. I think, except <laughs> if you invented World of Warcraft, then you probably yeah. know. I feel like I knew for the 10 seconds after the, like the last time I ended up on that Wikipedia portal that would have told me that. And then I was like, fuck this. I just want to have sex with someone. I don't have time for this. <laughs> You were on the World of Warcraft wiki? Probably. <laughs> and then you decided, no, my life could go in two directions from this point. One is that I continue down this path, and the other is that I back away, turn yeah. back to that fork in the road, and I go no, down the one gallant. that says, have sex with someone. Yeah, yeah. Don't be Goofus. Goofus goes on the World of Warcraft wiki. Goofus edits the World of Warcraft wiki. Gallant recycles. He doesn't go to rainbow parties. He just goes down on that dick over and over. He just does it the way God intended. Yeah. (laughs) In the broad daylight. In broad daylight, in the middle of the bank. Mm -hmm. While his friends rob it. Mm -hmm. It's a Oh, did you hear about... (gasps) Did you hear about the Freedom Fighter bank robber? No. Um, wait, let me like Google her again. There is a story I was hearing about this woman in, I think Atlanta, somewhere in Georgia, who is like young and therefore cool. And she's been robbing banks. And I know, right? Um, she's been robbing banks. And then according to all the reports, they're like, oh, the Freedom Fighter Bandit 
Um, and they're like, she calls herself the freedom fighter bandit, but I'm like, so far all the reporting indicate indicates that like the reports are calling her the freedom fighter bandit. And they're all like, she robs the bank. She says, quote, for a cause, but none of them say what the causes are. And so I can't tell if she's just like, I don't know, it's for a cause or if like none of the reports want to like repeat what she's like <laughs> saying, which is maybe like, like banking capitalism are bad. White supremacy is bad. Stop funding oil drilling. Or if she's just like, I don't know, it's for a cause. Oh my God. Give me money. <laughs> the cause is <laughs> I love money. Yeah. That's a cause and an effect. Is it? It affects my life uh, in that it makes it better. It affects it. Mm-hmm. It's an affect. <laughs> my affect, money. Yes. I love wordplay. It's so much fun. I'm kind of tempted to just like not even like I love wordplay silence. I love silence too. I'm, um, you know, John Cage. Wait, is, wait, is that he, Mortal Kombat? He was from Mortal Kombat and famously he also, um, He's quiet during the entire fight for like three minutes and a few seconds where he fights the four-armed man. He's quiet and it's a statement about sound and and art and music. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wait, was Johnny Cage actually named after John Cage? Is that... (laughs) I was doing a a goof, but is that... Yeah. Um, Maybe. That would be I wonder if he has a... A a minuet, um, maybe, maybe his 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 grandfather was a music note. I always thought that was funny in like video games like that. Not to, oh, go, he's, not to he's go so dumb and cute. Not to go too far down that yeah. you know that wiki sort of uh, rabbit hole. But I always thought it was funny how you had like martial artists who could shoot fireballs mm-hmm. like luke hang and then you had your four-armed killing machine monsters like goro mm-hmm. or like a cyborg and then you have johnny cage <laughs> and his thing is that he has sunglasses that's does he throw them are they like no bad he, sunglasses they're nor- no, they're very expensive, and in the film, actually, that's sort of a point of contention for him. One of the other characters steps on them, and and he gets very upset. Just like Samson. Hmm. That yeah, exactly. It's biblical. Mm-hmm. It's it's a callback to the Bible. Corinthian. Corinthians. Um, the Corinthian from yeah. Um, that's the one Neil Gaiman wrote, I think, uh, with mm-hmm. a guy who has teeth for eyes. Hmm. Uh, love tooth eye old tooth eye one of my favorite neil gaiman stories just the the ballad of old tooth guy tooth eye it had so much to say about the gulf war it It was like so much to say about how women should get killed for narrative reasons it was great i loved it the gulf war yeah i'm looking at him right now and did anyone play this character? I can't relate because I just like I feel like anytime I played a fighting game in the early nineties, I was just like, I'm the I'm the I'm the I'm the girl with boobs. You're Sonia um, Blade. 
Yeah, or like, uh, who are the girls in Mortal Kombat? I think. I guess her. Oh, well, I was thinking of Chun Li. Oh God, that's Street Fighter. That's Street Fighter. That's fine. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be sorry. You shouldn't have to know these things. Oh, okay. no one should, except people who edit Wikipedia's. Um, no, you had. Couldn't be me. You had your Sonya Blade. You had your. Um, now that's Mortal Kombat one. I don't know when they got out of it. They were ninjas. Oh. There was like your katana. Yeah, she had like the the Baywatch Pam Anderson cut, yeah. like turquoise thing and the high pony. She was cool. And then there was Melina, whose thing was that I think she was a secret lizard. Um, Who isn't? Wait, oh, she was like the original reptilian. Yeah. Yeah, she unhinges her jaw and swallows people whole. It's very good. Yeah, just like Katy Perry. Exactly. She does look a lot like her, actually, if yeah. you look at the, the picture. I was telling, I was actually using Katy Perry as an example of like why the Illuminati would make sense to a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago. Go on. Because like, she's like not, <laughs> she's not a great singer. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's plenty of live evidence for that. Um, she's like a sub mediocre lyricist. Like she has the, um, like wide awake is just filled with like, now it's crystal clear. My eyes are open. I'm up. I'm wide awake. I'm wide awake. Like, do you ever feel like a plastic bag? Baby, you're a firework. You're not a plastic bag. You're a firework. Like that's not good songwriting. Um, and then like, uh, she's okay. Like she's like pretty, but she's not like, the, it's not like her selling point is prettiness. Her selling point is supposedly like some kind of musicianship or something. Mm-hmm. And she can't dance. I don't know if you, are you familiar with her like live performance catalog? No. So like, um, she can't dance and she has a lot of money um, that goes towards trying to hide the fact that she can't dance. <laughs> um, like at the 2010 MTV Movie Awards, she had California Girls with Snoop Dogg. And they just, like, lower her for the first half of the song. She doesn't have to dance. She's uh, strapped by the feet to a floating surfboard that slowly lowers to the ground while she does, like, Bart Simpson arms. Um, <laughs> and then, like, cut to, um, like, 2013 SNL performance. She did this song, Walking on Air. That wasn't a single, but maybe that was, like, a test run to see if people wanted it. And no one did. Um, and it was uh, this sort of, like, C.C. Penison penis in sorry <laughs> um i know i said i was 16 i'm actually eight sorry mm-hmm. um cc penis derivative like house song um where you know it's like it's dance music it's like derived from like dance music in the early 90s and during all the dance breaks they just like have her stand there make poses and throw sheets against her that blow in the wind <laughs> um they've like put her on the top of a literal maypole and like unwrapped her slowly from below and then just had her like float in the air. There was a dance break and roar at like the 2013 VMAs where she like, instead of dancing, she just jumped rope for a minute. It was like the theme was boxing, but it still was like, what, just, just do an eight count. I don't know. Um, and so anyway, like you look at a person like that and you're like, of course the Illuminati is real. How would a person like that ever become famous? Unless like she was literally hand selected <laughs> yeah. to be this thing, you know, by like some weird shadowy cabal. Yeah, that is a great point. I am dumbstruck. 
Yeah. What is your relationship with the Illuminati? Um, I, do we have to talk about that here? <laughs> well, I, that was, yeah, that was a gotcha question. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, no, we can no, we'll take like, your answer I, off the air. <laughs> I do think that, um, uh, so this isn't going to be on there, right? Um, so I do think uh, that I actually like do think that people who think the Illuminati is real are like, they're so close to actually understanding reality. Uh-huh. <laughs> like if you boil it down to its foundational elements, it's like, okay, everything in the world is decided by um, this limited number of people who hold all the power, which is uh-huh. like not far from the truth. It's just, right. just like, like the wacky wild version of the truth. Yes. Um, like that, like Beyonce lyric, like y'all haters corny with that Illuminati mess. It's like, <laughs> so close. Like, <laughs> I always like that paired with like in the formation video, the visual of her like sinking a New Orleans cop car below floodwater. Like I was like, yeah, this seems like a fair connection to draw between what behind what she might be saying. Like stop. I don't know. Stop talking about the Illuminati. And there's like real shit. That's just like the Illuminati. That's like actually happening. I don't know. Sorry for talking about the Illuminati on your podcast. Thank you for having me on. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to cut all this. It's fine. We won't we won't tell them anything. Okay, they won't. Yeah. They can't yeah. hear it. Yeah. The Illuminati would be listening to like every podcast 20 minutes in, scouring everything. <laughs> they have spider bots that that do that for them. They just listen to everything and flag <laughs> mentions of them. Uh, just like those giant jumping military grade spider bots, just like sitting at a desk with a headset yeah, on. Yeah, a literal robot. Yeah. Like a, that walks. Oh, yeah. That was me like trying to piece together what a spider bot was from context clues and failing miserably. Again, <laughs> you're great for not knowing because I'm just talking about some nerd shit and you are just just stealing my wig by just being constantly like i don't know what that is like (laughs) what's star wars i'm too pretty to have seen those movies i'm i'm too i I know too many necessary things like how Katy perry can't dance for example here's 17 (laughs) like examples from like eight-year-old award shows (laughs) that's essential knowledge Mm -hmm. essential critical even yeah yeah I don't follow uh, anything. (laughs) I I don't follow uh, popular music, not because I think I'm too good for it, but because I can't keep up with it. I'm too old. Yeah, there is like, I, I feel like it's so cliche, but there is literally like this turning point at some point and at least it happened in like my mid late twenties where I just like, I don't know if it's like lost the ability or just like lost the interest in like caring. Um, and just like being able to sort of intake new music. I'm like, no, I'm pretty good that I'm, I'm, I think I'm set. I'll let like seven new songs in every year, Mm -hmm. maybe like an album, like SZA's album was really good. And so was St. Vincent's, but like, I don't know. I just like, can't keep up with that. Like, Oh, I, need to listen to this because it's been a week and there's new music today on this friday gotta listen to it gotta listen to the new music it's like no i'm I'm like 
I'm tired and busy. Yeah, I just want to listen to the same new wave playlist every day. Yeah, um, I have a, what's on your new wave playlist? What is on my new wave playlist? You know what? It's going to be embarrassing because it's just, it. it's just a Spotify one. So Sorry, I'm being like the fucking like so rainbow a party teen. Like do it. Do it. Eat the drugs. Eat the drug pie. Eat the um, drug off his deck. <laughs> now that is a bad idea for a few reasons. <laughs> um, no, this, uh, it's just a Spotify playlist. I haven't really tweaked it yet so it's just you know your hits your big hits you've got your talking hats you've got your uh devo you've got your jam you've got your xtc your go-go's your specials there's some ska that snuck on there that i'm not that crazy about to be (laughs) honest um you've got your elvis costello you've got your psychedelic furs you know all of your friends are there to play you those new wave hits that you crave. It was nice, my friends, to tell me about this, this fun party. Well, me. they just thought you would be busy, and they didn't want to like make you feel bad about it. So, don't worry about it. It was pretty compassionate. Um, <sighs> which go-go's is that? Which go-go's is it? Um, guess, guess what's on the Spotify playlist that they made? <sighs> is it our lips are sealed? Vacation. No, I, heels. it's surprising that it's not our lips are sealed. It's we is got it skid marks on our heart or it, whatever, which no. is my favorite song title. <laughs> it's we got the beat. Oh fuck! I totally forgot about that one. Yeah, that's, that's the that's other great, really but... big one. <laughs> Wait, but have you heard skid marks on my heart? I know. It's called skid marks on my heart. <laughs> <laughs> that's an incredible and it's about name. How like love is the one stain you just like can't remove. No, it's like um, uh, I think like the the like a crush is like getting hit by a car. Maybe I don't know. I'm Neither look of those it up. are good. <laughs> Let's look. It it's up. just like he, I just saw this boy and he just took a huge giant dump on my heart. Let's <laughs> write a song about it. Come on, Jane. Come on, Jane. Fire okay. up that guitar. Um. Let's see. You sure know how to hurt a girl. Fewer hugs and no more kisses. Just water for your carburetor and bearings for your pistons. Rev her engine for your pleasure. Caress and fondle her steering wheel. When you moan and hug her gear shift, stop. Think how it makes me feel. This song is about a woman who is jealous of a car. Oh, my God. I've seen you on that Viceland documentary, kissing her. <laughs> it's about him. Just let him chase his bliss. Don't kink yeah. shame him. Yeah, bliss is his Honda's name. It is. It is. It is. Wow. This is, when you told me that the name of the song, I did not think it would be about a relationship torn apart by an incredibly sexy car. Wow, I also I think I think I blocked this out. Well, I can see why. Yeah, it's really it's a lot. It's, it's just like a kind of love you don't usually see. Like this kind of representation is so important. Well, it's just so important that we have media present these lifestyles as the same, you know, mm-hmm. as the same as us. I think it's normal. I think it's normal to fuck a car. Mm-hmm. And I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. And you know what? 
I don't understand it, but I support it. Yeah. And I'm still learning. So, I'm like straight, but not narrow. So call me out if I fuck up about car fucking. Um, I just want to learn publicly. I just want to be on a panel that's about car fucking. And I'm going to say straight up, I don't know anything about it, but I'm here to learn. And that's why I'm on the panel and not in the audience. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You can't just say no to that. What you're saying no to learning? I can't just say no. You can't say no to being held accountable. I would be passing up an opportunity to make people listen to me about my opinions. Yeah. This would be a lot funnier if it weren't something that a (laughs) grad school professor of mine had done on a queer cinema panel. No. Wait. (laughs) It was at a queer film festival. And she was like, you know what? I'm just here to learn. Stop it. Wait, like on the panel, she said She was on the panel. uh, And it was like, well, no, I mean, that's why we're here. You're here to know what the fuck you're talking about. But she did for knowing things. And And I think I have mentioned her on this show before, but most recently she was, um, she was on a, a reality show. (gasps) And wait, competition or like sort of docu-series? Uh, well, she was one of the sort of hosts of the series. Um, and this show was called, uh, if it's called Married at First Sight. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I've not had TV in a couple of years, but I think I know what this show is. And this show is still running. Oh my God. Wait, how do you host a show like this? What do you, what is this? Is it, wait, is this like Married to America? Which was like, yes. like it's, you just. It's where these experts match people up okay. and then agree, the people agree to get married when they first meet. <laughs> and, and wait. And then they spend their wedding night in a hotel. They go on a honeymoon. They live together for eight weeks. And then they choose to divorce or stay married. Uh, I like might choose that though. This seems fine. Yeah. I would do it. Like my current tactic is just like literally being lonely and single and hoping it works out the same way. So like, why not just throw myself on a Danish inspired reality show? Absolutely. Oh my God. The sixth season started airing in January. Wait, but it only premiered like two years. What the hell? Wait, what? How many seasons no, of the show? No, it's been running since 2014. Oh God. It was on FYI and now it's on Lifetime. I'll never be as relevant as this wonderful TV show. It's a good TV show, but she is a bad person. <laughs> I don't like to speak ill of people, but she's a bad person. Yeah, I, like, always, um, I've, like, never been on a panel or asked to do a panel, so it's easy for me to have, like, the highest of high horses, at least, like, a a notably tall Shetland about this. But, like, I don't know. I just, like, I feel like I hear more about panels for people, like, being on them who had no business doing so, which makes me think that panels only exist for people to, like, step out of their lane for the night. It's certainly possible. No one... Not no panels have been good ever. I don't think panels are. If I want to hear someone talk, I I'll 
you know, watch them talk. I don't need other people talking. What is that all about? What's a panel anyway? A panel is something that goes on a wall, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. Panel, more like pain, L. Take the L. It's pain. It's Lock. pain. Regret. Take the L. I like that. Did you make that up just now? It. I Yes, but was it... Thanks. For, I. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> I was like, maybe we'll just move on. That was pretty bad. We'll cut that. It's fine. yeah. It we'll was cut good. That. It was good. Okay. So like the last forty minutes, perfect. Awesome. Um. Yeah. Have you Have you ever been on a panel? Oh, I've been on a panel. What was it about? I don't remember. I was <laughs> very drunk at the time. I was on a number of panels, or I have been on a number of panels. Um, I can't remember the it's the damnedest thing though. Don't remember any of them. Uh, Wild. You know, I've been on panels about. I was on a panel with Judith Butler, and I, you know, she was working on um on one of her books, and I said, Judy, <laughs> don't do it that way. You'll never make a dime. And uh, and that's how she ended up doing the novelization of Nomeo and Juliet. Yeah. And she that made millions. Yeah. And. Uh, Thanks for that, Mara. Yeah. It was really good. No problem. Yeah. I was there. I was there. Um, yeah. Uh, Nomeo and Juliet. The two genders. The two genders. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Carfucker is I think also an identity. Is that a mm-hmm. gender or is that it's more a of liminal, a liminal? It's, I feel like it's more like a space between gender. Okay. So you sort of a, a scale where you have yeah. nomeo on one end mm-hmm. and then a sort of nebulous car fucker space. And then you have Juliet sort of on the other end. Mm-hmm. Life is a beautiful rainbow. But mm-hmm. not a rainbow party, kids. No, 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 no. no. Don't do that. Don't do no. a rainbow party. If your friend makes you want to eat the drug pie, say, no, thank you. I forgot a fork. I don't have my pie fork with me. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be I'm right. allergic to. I'm allergic to crust. I can't eat the crust. You know, I would I would have loved those drugs, but you baked yeah. them into a pie, and I just, yeah. I, I can't eat that pie. I'm vegan. It's got butter mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, I have JV cross country tomorrow, and I'll never get to bed before eleven if I eat that pie. Can't can't eat it. Mm-mm, no drug buy for me. I did have um, so with the sex bracelets, I wore a bunch of jelly bracelets in ninth grade. <gasps> I just didn't know that they were sex bracelets, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't having sex except for like an occasional blowjob from someone on the internet. Um, yeah, but like the not to the degree with which I was wearing them. I like only sort of learned about that connection. Um, like this is like before YouTube, so I feel like my ignorance was like, I don't know, understandable. Like to learn anything, you had to get a chain email or end up like like miles deep into a message board. Mm. Um, yeah, I just like was like I really like how they're like gem tones with pink and turquoise and black, and they go really well with my checkered sweatband. And my like flat ironed half buzzed head that is slowly being sweat out every step I take. <laughs> How did we learn about the sex crazes before YouTube? I don't 
don't know. I feel like this is, I feel like this is such a good example of like the pre YouTube thing. I always remember is like to, to just sort of like demonstrate to like, I don't know if you have any listeners who like, so YouTube wasn't even a thing until I was a senior in high school. And so like a couple mm. years before that, I remember there was this big rumor going around that wasn't even a rumor because it wasn't about someone at school, but it was like that allegedly Sierra, who had just come out with like one, two step and goodies and stuff, that she had gone on Oprah and been like, yes, I was, it was like some redux of the Jamie Lynn Curtis rumor. Um, wait, did I say Jamie Lynn? Jamie Lynn, wait, Jamie Lee Curtis, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jamie Lee Curtis, not Jamie Lynn Spears. Um, it was like a redux of that rumor for like the new millennium where it's like, she allegedly went on Oprah and was like, yes, Oprah, it's true. I was born with like, like, um, vague genitalia or something like that. And there was no, cause like in the present day, you would just go on YouTube and be like, wow, that video doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. This is not true. Mm-hmm. But in 2004, it was just like, okay, I, I just believe you at your word. <laughs> wow. And tell the next person I see. Yeah, it was a different time. I recently saw Jamie Lee Curtis's um, nude. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Wait. Uh, breasts. Um, and that was in a film that was uh, not great, but that was sort of a highlight of that film for me. Is that the one where she's like, wait, sorry, I'm literally Googling Jamie Lee Curtis' nude breasts. It's from Trading oh, Places. Yeah, wait, is that the one where she like wraps herself around like a bedpost or something? so. It's the one the where she is a sex worker. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, she dances in like Blue Moonlight. Yeah, that's something else. I've watched that clip. She looks, oh, maybe that's something else. Whatever it is, the thing that I've seen, she looks like a Nagel girl. She looks like <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, um, she has very short hair. It's a good look. Yeah. Oh yeah, trading trading places. I haven't seen that one though. Don't watch it. It's okay. bad. Not good. No. How'd you end up watching that? I don't know. I Netflix said I should. And I was like, well, the algorithm. I don't want to go against the algorithm. Mm-mm. Because then the Illuminati will be after me because they're the ones who set it up. They're very bored. They are. They are. They need to sort of, that's a psyop actually, um, to, uh, to make people watch bad seventies comedies. Yeah. Watch the yogurt lady movie. Whatever. The yogurt lady movie. What is that? You wait, you don't remember Jamie Lee Curtis? She was like an Activia spokeswoman for like years. Oh God. Yes. Yes, because I like, did. Just I search... believe in aging beautifully and pooping when I eat yogurt. <laughs> I did just search yogurt lady movie, <laughs> and a Renault. A it's... no, then you'll get you'll just get girl interrupted. No, I got new in town, which is Wait, a, new in town. a Renee Zellweger film. <laughs> Wait, that's so rude of Google. <laughs> <laughs> and J.K. Simmons is in this as well. Apparently, why did Yogurt Lady movie bring this up? <laughs> Is Renee Zellweger the yogurt lady? <laughs> Let's just search is yogurt she, lady and wait, see what happens. Is Zellweger Dutch for yogurt? Or is, is it that just sir, yogurt? Is it Dutch for yogurt lady? <laughs> Translate. Okay. Oh, the Croatian English dictionary says it's a translation to it translates to Renee Zellweger, apparently. Oh. How disappointing. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, Syndrome de Zellweger in French. Well, Zellweger, Zellweger syndrome. syndrome. What? Oh, well, it doesn't say what it is, though. Hmm. The syndrome of being in a movie I'll watch on the plane. Oh, Wait. interesting. Oh, it's, um, okay. It, uh, there's no cure for it. It, uh, it's one of a group of four related diseases called peroxisome biogenesis disorders, PBD. Um, they're caused by defects in any one of 13 genes required for normal formation and function of peroxisomes. Huh. Do not know well, what we've that learned is. Something. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I've learned today. I learned that Chun Li was not in Mortal Kombat, and this thing's a thing. Yeah. Well, we're all learning a lot here. And yeah. um uh, a part of the show where we well, sometimes we learn new things and sometimes the audience learns new things is the only segment we do on the show. And do you want to move on to that now? Okay. Okay. Well, that segment is called Get Wrapped. Get Wrapped. It's a segment where we recommend things. Okay. And I neglected to tell you about this segment, as is my want sometimes. I like to sort of just keep guests on their toes. Um, you got to really confuse. You know, it's it's all about muscle confusion, you know? Yeah. Um, so you don't... I'm just, I'm in a state of terror. Yeah. Here. Well, that is is great because it, it really helps your workout. Um, it's like a really high impact workout when you confuse your muscles like yeah, my leg just isn't really it's twitching it's this is great i love it yeah yeah well you're welcome um and so if you'd like uh, i can go first to sort of give you a sense of how the segment goes um or if you have something that you want to recommend uh, i am gonna veto drug pie uh, Fuck, wait, then can you go first? Yeah, I was, yeah. I was going to say drug pie. I am sorry about that. Okay, um, it's cool, it's cool. It's more more drug pie for me. Yeah, well... Uh, I asked, who shall help me bake the, the, the drug pie? And everyone was like, <laughs> well, Red Hen, not today. I'll help you eat it, though. Okay, okay. I will help you eat it. I'll just mail it to you. What am I saying? <sighs> just bring it just, over. yeah. Just throw it at your window. Just, Let it cool on your window. Yeah, just cool dripping down the window. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am going to recommend a show that I am late to. I am about almost two years late to. Um, but I finally watched it. And uh, it was incredible. Uh, and I want to recommend that everyone else go watch it. It's a YouTube show called The Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo. Oh, wait. With, um, what's her face? Freckle. Yeah, I was like, her name's not Sprinkle. Bitch, don't say Sprinkle. Wait, <laughs> Freckle, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, you may or may not, guests, be aware of Brian Jordan Alvarez, who... Um, he did a lot of just like, and still does, I think, like a lot of smaller videos, like when <clears throat> when gay men meet each other and there's no straight people around or like how gay men interpret lesbians or just like these little short 
kind of like situations. But then he also did an actual series and that's called The Gay and Wondrous Life of Caleb Gallo. And it's a five episode series. They're about like 20 something minutes each. So it's like a super quick run. Um, Extremely funny. Uh, He is great. I mean, Brent Jordan Alvarez is is really great. I feel like he takes sort of a back seat in this show to some of the supporting characters. And obviously the breakout star is Freckle, um, played by, I want to say Jason Green. Um, And uh, that character is just like unbelievable. Um, She's so funny and so good. And (laughs) like, just, hashtag goals um so yeah it's just a show about gay idiots um being big dumb idiots basically yeah so, like we're here too you yeah know? it's representation yeah it's important so i would <laughs> yeah i would super uh recommend checking that out and if you don't want to commit to like a 20 minute show then just like there's like a lot of scenes um on the uh on the old youtube as well so you can check those out um also apparently uh freckle has a i i had found her on twitter and it was like oh like a thousand followers and i was like oh that's weird there should I, be more. I just found her Instagram account and it's like 33,000. So, oh, okay. uh, so yeah. Okay. That's, that makes sense. That's better. Makes sense. But, she was on it. Do you watch that show search party? No, but I heard she was on that. Yeah. She was on an episode that also earlier, like she was just, um, I think only that one episode sort of as like a tertiary character, but like with like moments. Um, but also earlier on that episode too, Patty Harrison, this like really fucking brilliant, weird off-putting comedian, shows up too um it was just like an episode full of random guest spots from faves it's great oh that sounds good cool well that's my rock do you have one yeah um so it's can i do like a small one and then a, a bigger one of course okay um I really, really, really love this. Um, uh, do you put? Do you do you like to put glitter on your eyes? Um, occasionally. Okay, I found this like great thing that will not scratch your corneas when you're putting it on or trying to get it off. Um, it's this uh, Urban Decay heavy metal that mm. just like it's like the applicator is like nail polish. It's and just like you can pinpoint precise every time I washed it off. I think only one time did I have glitter in my eye the next day which sucked, but that's better than like literally sprinkling glitter on your face because then it will go in your eye and you will cry and you will get pregnant and you will die. Um, So that's good. Uh, The other thing is um, sort of also an emotional experience. So like I began my week, um, someone on uh, my Instagram who I used to work with this drag queen from Brooklyn named uh, Dee Dee Disco she was showing a preview of her show from last weekend and she was lip syncing to this song from cats called memory. It's like this big uh-huh. fucking like Broadway ish power ballad. It's when one and, of the cats is dying, I believe. Yeah. And she's like, like touch me. She's basically, she 
she, the small community, oh my God, yeah, it's like the small community of cats socially isolated their most vulnerable member because she was like problematic is what I gather from Wikipedia. <laughs> um, and so she's just like, like, touch me. It's so easy to leave me all alone with my memories of my days in the sun. So anyway, that led me to like um, watching a bunch of videos from on YouTube about cats and um, learned a lot about it. And uh, then I ended my night watching like these back-to-back live performances of this like tearjerker power ballad crying and then like stopping crying and then going and clicking another one and then weeping again. Um, so I, but it was cool cause it wasn't like debilitating crying. It was just like chasing the act of crying. Mm. And so I guess my wreck is like, it's like jerking off, but instead of coming, you're crying. It felt very <laughs> much like that. Uh huh. Try it yeah. sometime. Try it. Listeners. Yeah. It was hella masturbatory, but it was just like emotional. That's the thing. Sure. Yeah. yeah. She's fine. Not? She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Exactly. Oh, also recommendations. Someone asked me out. It's almost Valentine's Day. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Valentine's <laughs> That wasn't aggressive, Day. right? That was really like sweet, right? It was charming. Thank it you. It was charming. It's Valentine's Day. And no, it's not. It will be. And it will have <laughs> Someday. been. And it has yeah. been. It always is, kind of, in a way. It kind know? of is, because it's past and future, and sometimes present. So Who are they to say when... Time Valentine's is a flat is. circle. Yeah. Apparently. On which to fuck your car. And time is a flat circle, just like drug pie. Mm-hmm. It's a flat pie. There's no yeast in the dough. No, you made it bad. Mm-hmm. It doesn't rise. It up. You rise. All those drugs. Oh, that's a great. That was great. I'm sorry. I just talked right over that. But that was, you know what? That was great. I love Thanks. There's all that drug pie I ate. Oh, it does make your jokes better, huh? Mm-hmm. It does. I mean, drugs aren't cool, but it they do make you tell jokes better. You do have a better time. You do have more fun. Unless you have a worse time and no fun. Well, so that's all the fun of the, the rolling the dice and shaking the drug pie. See what comes loose. just that you got to gamble. You got to know yeah. when to hold them and know when to roll them. The mm-hmm. drug cigarettes, I mean. Give me, give me 20,000 on drug pie. Yeah. Yeah, I lost my family. I lost my car. Lost my lover. All the same thing. But at least I got this slice of drug pie. Now the car was also your family. That to me, you know, we've been having fun here. But yeah. to me, the idea of having sex with a car that is also your family, that is where I draw the line. So uh, okay. I'm gonna have to ask you to uh uh just delete your accounts and okay. uh not post again. And if you could also just sort of, uh, if you, I mean, not, not disappear, but you know, like not show up. Okay. It's not sort of like, uh, be public, um, because I feel like you did a real crime. Okay. So I've been canceled. Okay. Good to to know. So you've been canceled. Okay. That's the title of my new book. Oh my God. 
God, that's going to be the next uh, that that guy who wrote that book about Jonathan Ronson. Y- yes, I oh just searched God. Mark Ronson, and that's a different guy. <laughs> I want to read his book about being publicly shamed. <laughs> <I, laughs> um, wait, did you read it? I actually read it. No, but like... his next book is absolutely going to be so you've been canceled. But tell me oh about God. this book. What did he say? Oh, he was just like, we should feel bad for Justine Sacco. Um, the person who was like going to Africa, hope I don't get AIDS. And it's like, there's some point in there about like public shame or something. And, but he just like, doesn't really like his, his examples of people who endure abuse through the internet and online harassment are like the most visible, like usually like white, often like blonde white women examples or like white men. Um, like, it's just like, like he doesn't, in any way seem to 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 grasp or like inject his argument with any knowledge or awareness of the kind of sort of more low grade but persistent harassment and abuse that like other people face yeah. every day on the internet in real life. So, so it's, it's like, like a wonderful paperweight. Oh God. It sounds yeah. like conflict it sounds like sort of the the straight culture version of conflict <laughs> is not abuse. Yeah. That's like a that's actually that's that's apt. Much like how rent is sort of a straight culture version of some of people in trouble. Absolutely. Yeah. I know. Wait, so I like I love how much you stand Sarah Shulman on this show. Um <laughs> I... <laughs> Wow. I don't know about that. I mean, she is a, a close friend. I will say but that. I like, yeah, one of my friends, um, this uh performer and like uh playwright, Chris Tyler. Um, I learned about that because um he did this production like two years ago um, that was called Rent, but with like an asterisk. And every time they said Rent in the play, it was like it mixed like music from Taylor Swift's New York album with like <laughs> music from Rent and had like in the middle of it a character playing Sarah Shulman give like basically um, a super uh, passionate like PowerPoint presentation about how like Rent ripped off her life and her art. And that's like how I ended up reading like Stage Struck and like learning that Jonathan Larson was not gay, did no. not die from complications of AIDS, right? never lived in the East Village, and, like, would have only gotten that detail about AZT clocks or whatever from, like, reading People in Trouble. Yeah, I It was so delicious, that, like, month things. and a half of reading material. I was just like, oh, yeah. God, <laughs> that book is very good. Did you know... I mean, I haven't actually read People in Trouble, but the villain in People in Trouble... You know, so the villain in Rent... Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's this way sort of in the original, but at least in the film version, the villain in Rent is like this black developer, which is like very yeah. odd. The villain in the original is a guy named Ronald Horn, who is a real estate magnate, who is absolutely Donald Trump. The mm, way I should reread it. Oh, I have a copy if you want to borrow it. I would love that. It's hardcover and has like a very like soothing kind of like wallpaper in a dentist office from the early 90s kind of color palette to it Mm. with like art deco revival, like tragic comedy, like musical or like theater mask kind of design for the people. (laughs) Um, Guess who didn't take art history? Me. Well, art history (laughs) is for artists. So... Who cares? Love to say words. Hate knowing about art history. I don't want to know about it. Don't tell me. 
sorry, wait, the people, they're in trouble. It's the spoiler, but... Oh, they're in trouble. Yeah. Well, that's a really that's good it. title then, because I've been reading Save the Cat, and he says that you should have <laughs> a title that encapsulates the narrative, and that explains it. And so People in Trouble is really good, because it it's, you know, it's true. It's art. Mm-hmm. Life, even. It's life. Isn't that what life is? People yeah. in trouble. Just, just a book. <laughs> you just touch uh, all the pages and go, yeah, wow, what a day. What a day. What an hour. What, what a is show. life but opening a book at a public park and trying to trick people into thinking you know how to read? <laughs> oh, reading? I do that all the time. Reading? <laughs> I, oh, what's this? A book? Yeah, that's right. I have book. Yeah. I have seven book. <laughs> but like, I don't like to brag. You know, oh, oh, you're looking at your phone. Oh, some of us like to broaden our brain with book on train. Oh. So excuse me while I go do that. Draw penises in the margins of the Da Vinci Code. I need to know whether Jesus was a Knights Templar or not. And only Dan Brown can tell me. If I yeah. could just read the damn thing. But like, man, those illustrations are just so hard to decipher all those lines and all those. It's just all those pictograms. Mm. How did you... One time, one time in college, I used the word symbology and my professor just wrote like in a very serious note, the word is symbolism. Um, uh, fuck Dan Brown. Fuck Dan Brown. Yeah. And uh, you're expelled. Yeah. And that's how I ended up in this crazy, this crazy place to call life on this. And that's how you ended up one of the people in trouble. Yeah. And that's how we end up the the podcast. Podcast. Oh, we almost did it. We'll (laughs) sync it. We'll sync it. It's fine. Okay. Um, Thank you so much for coming on. This was so much fun. Oh, thanks for having me. I had a great time. It was so great. Do you want to tell people where they can find your work online? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, uh, you can follow me over on Twitter at H-A-R-R-O-N-W-A-W-K-E-R. Um, and also sometimes I tweet my work there. I'm a freelance journalist and writer. Yeah. And you should read Heron's stuff because it's very good. Oh, thank you. And covers everything from drug pie to actual topics that exist in the world. Mm-hmm. Please write a piece about, please invent, <laughs> please invent a new sex drug craze okay. and write about it for Into or something. Because okay. I would love that. Okay. Laundry bagging. <laughs> that sounds horrific. Yeah. Just shit in a laundry bag and just like... <laughs> Take it to the dance floor. It's midnight, baby. <laughs> I hate this. I have to go. <laughs> okay. I have to you said I could me. recommend anything I wanted. <laughs> We're past that now. Oh. We've gone beyond that. It's a little late. <laughs> <sighs> well, thank you again. It's been a pleasure. And I will talk to you later. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
Woodland Secrets is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Woodland Secrets is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at woodlandsecrets.co support. For as little as three bucks a month, you'll get access to a monthly newsletter and frequent bonus episodes of our shows. If you'd like to have a message read on the show, head to woodlandsecrets.co messages. You can help people find out about the show. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at Woodland Podcast and at Stay Mean Co. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>